Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glickson with my tag team partner, Matt Story. If I sound a little worse for wear, it's because I was at a wedding this weekend. And if Matt sounds worse for wear, it's because he was yelling at the television over the weekend. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's say this. Let, let, me, let me ask this question of you. How many plays of the game have you seen? Uh, I saw zero plays live. I have seen the ESPN highlight video. Okay. Well, what I was going to say was, if you saw zero plays live, then you saw pretty much all the highlights for ASU. Because yeah. there weren't many. Um, you know, there, there, were, there were a couple defensive highlights, I suppose. Uh, but uh, if, you, if you didn't watch any of their offensive snaps, you didn't miss anything exciting. Let's say that. So, the Utes defense did what the Utes defense does as they stifled ASU 21 to three is the final from Rice Eccles. Um, The text that you sent me that I think is the most appropriate place to start. If you were wondering whether Jaden Daniels can be confused and look like a freshman, he can. And he is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now I don't want to put it all on him. I mean, this was, this was just, uh, you know, you, you said the defense did what they do. Uh, you know, it, it felt as though for most of the game they were playing with, you know, two or three extra guys. Um, we just, we you know, we couldn't protect. We couldn't get guys open. Uh, you know, Daniels looked for the first time, really, you know, there were there were a few plays, not, not every play by any means, but there were a handful of snaps that he looked like he wasn't sure what he was doing. You know, rather than having a sense of poise, he looked like, and that one of those was when I when I sent you that text. You know, he he looked a little deer in the headlights, which is going to happen, I suppose. I mean, he faced probably the best defense he's faced in poor weather. I mean, it rained for most of the game, uh, loud, you know, shaky offensive line. I mean, all the elements were there to struggle offensively, and we did. Uh, and and this time, you know, the defense wasn't good enough to. You know, they were they were okay. They really they were okay, but they weren't good enough like they were in the Michigan State game. And quite honestly, the Michigan State offense gave us, you know, opportunities in that game and, and Utah's didn't, at least not enough of them. I was gonna say Utah tried early. Um They did. They know, tried they tried early and then they tried again in, in the third quarter and, and the offense just wasn't good enough to take advantage of any of them. So there were ultimately defensively three fumble recoveries and an interception yeah yeah um, i mean it, it's uh, all of know. the things that you would have needed to compete on the road against a good team the defense yeah. gave us the problem was Jaden daniel's final line four of 18 for 25 yards and a pick yeah. he was I sacked i didn't realize it was that bad until this morning he when was, i read those i was like yowza sacked three times uh, he had a fumble, but did not lose it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he had 16 rush attempts for eight yards. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, he was under pressure all day long and, and the scrambles, even the ones that got positive yards didn't get a lot. Um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to remember you've got the stats in front of you. I don't know what his long rush was. I don't remember eight. one of more than 10 yards. Okay. Eight well, so yards. I was right in not remembering one. Um, yeah, it was it was just a struggle. I mean, it, you know, the, the first quarter, 
and I I texted you this that you know the first quarter reminded me a bit of the Michigan State game because somehow you know 20 minutes into the game about the 10 minute mark of the second quarter it was nothing nothing they had had you know their first drive they got a big play that Moss fumbled at the end and we got it back their second drive they they marched it methodically down the field and fumbled inside the 20 we did nothing with our first two possessions and yet somehow it's a tie game and you feel like well okay here we go again with another you know game that looks like we're being outplayed but the scoreboard doesn't show that, and and then it show, you know the second quarter was was the decisive quarter really because they did get two touchdowns. They finished off a couple drives, had a, a number of third down conversions on both of those drives, including uh, you know again from memory I want to say at least three or four third and longs, you know third and eight, third and eleven, um, you know opportunities where we could have gotten off the field and did not. The offense continued to struggle. And, and then, you know, then the third quarter, again, opportunities opened up. They, they, we had a sack fumble. We go, you know, negative four yards and kick a field goal. Uh, next drive, we get an interception. We go negative 15 yards and punt. And, and if we had a chance to get back in the game, that was it. And instead of, you know, two, two great field position starts and we got three total points off of it, not enough. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and it's just fighting uphill the rest of the way. Yeah, um, for me, I, I was just reacting to your text messages, but the the part that seemed like the end, where where it all fell apart, yeah, was second quarter. We're down a touchdown. The defense holds uh-huh. on our on our twenty nine, uh, incomplete pass, timeout, Utah. They bring Huntley back in after he on was injured. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Comes in on fourth and eight, completes a 16-yard pass, plus a roughing the passer penalty on right. Robertson. Right. And right. it's first and goal from the six. They punch it in in three more they plays. Score. Yeah. Yeah. And we're yeah. down 14 I mean, earlier, earlier on that drive, I believe, was the was the third and I want to say 12 to 15, something like that. Third and 14 pass to Where Zach we, Moss. Which was a dump off pass. He caught it behind the line of scrimmage. That's one of those where, like, the play by play, you know, doesn't doesn't tell you everything. I mean, we we got some pressure, and and basically the quarterback. I think at that point it was Lisk. They was. played three different quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, just dumped the ball to get rid of it, and we you know we had guys in position, but I mean it wasn't like a terribly bad missed tackle, but it was guys just not making plays, and there were a couple others like that where. You know, short pass, and and we're just letting a guy run downhill for an extra seven yards. Like, you know, come up and make the tackle, and and then at the end of that play, Evan Fields gets the targeting and gets gets you know kicked out of the game, and it was a correct targeting. Um, you know, so I mean, it was just it was. I think as I as I texted you, it was you know every disaster you could think of in one play. A third and long, we should have been off the field, um, and then at the end of that play, we give him extra yards and lose a starting defender. Uh, for the rest of the game, I mean, it just and then yeah, later in the drive, fourth down, um, Huntley comes back in, and Huntley was not the same after he got hurt. I don't know what the extent of his injury is. I haven't really heard. Um, you know, in the third quarter, he could barely move. I mean, the handoffs were were struggles for him, uh, and and uh, but it just didn't matter. It did not matter. I mean, as long as they avoided a catastrophic mistake, and again, they made a couple in the third quarter that could have easily you know give getting us right back within a score or tie the game potentially 
but we couldn't take advantage of them on offense. Yeah, and you know, it it felt like from I mean, I read the recaps, I, I read the play by play summary. Yeah, it yeah. just kind of felt like we slowly got suffocated every drive. Yeah, it, you know, I mean, it just, was it was every drive. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a good way to put it. It was it was one of those. You know, unfortunately, it's I, I said on Thursday when we talked that, you know, reality could could slap me in the face. And that's what it was. And it, it was a game that was more like what I thought the Michigan State game would be five weeks ago when, you know, we had struggled so badly offensively the first two games. And I thought, you know, gosh, this could be a game that we just, you know, feels like we're we're one good drive away. But that one good drive never comes. And, yeah. and honestly, that's what this was. I mean, 14-3 for most of the second half, you know, one good drive and you're, you're 14-10 or 14-11 if you go for two or, you know, so, I mean, you're, you're right back in the game at that point, but we just could never get anything going. It was just a slog. Uh, well, and, and I yeah. think that's borne out by, uh, here's, here's the first half, you know, summary. Yeah. Three and out, three and out, one first down, but then lost yeah. yardage, so only six total yards. Three and yeah. out, three and out, interception down the half. Yeah, on a on a hail mary, basically, you yeah. know, a, a, a heave. Um, yeah, and, and the second half went much better. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't, it might have even been worse, honestly, in the second half. I, we might yeah. have had more total yards in the second half, but again, those two those two drives um, in the second half that you know. We were we were gifted great field position by our defense, which again they they weren't perfect, but you know they were they were good enough. Well, you, if you game. hold a team to fourteen points through yeah. three quarters, yeah, yeah, I mean fourteen point, and, and the last touchdown was off a, a fumbled punt return where we gave them great field position. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they and they made plays, forced four turnovers. Um, you know that's God, I think that's the most turnovers we forced this year. Yeah. Um, you know, I know our interception numbers haven't been very good. We got one, although Chase Lucas tried real hard to drop it. I mean, it was thrown right to him and he bobbled it, uh, but he made the catch and had a, you know, got a decent return out of it. Um, but the offense just did nothing on either drive. Um, and, you know, and then, and then we had a decent little drive, um, in the fourth quarter uh, where I'm, I think we got good field position off a punt. We didn't really do, you know, but we got a couple first downs and, and we missed a field goal. I mean, it just it was just one of those games. Like, we just could not find a way to put points on the board. And that's, you know, ultimately that's how you how you win games is, you know, you got to get some points on the board. It's tough to win with three points. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, we almost did it at Michigan State. We kept that 3 nothing lead for most of the game. But uh, it, in this case, it just, yeah, it just wasn't good enough. And um, now... Uh, am, I'm, am I overly concerned about what it means going forward? Not really. Um, this was probably the best defense we're going to face all year, I think. I mean, maybe Oregon, but we'll get Oregon at home, so that helps a little. Um, when you combine the defense with the crowd, with the weather, it was just a bad recipe for our offense, and, and it was borne out by the numbers. Let's talk a little bit about the going forward. So we are... A respectable five and two. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're two and Still two. Still ranked. In, yeah, we're, we're number twenty-four in the country. We're yeah two and two in conference. Utah and USC are both three and one. Arizona also two and two. UCLA also mm-hmm. two and two. 
Yeah, um, two and five overall. But yeah, yeah, somehow two and two. We travel to UCLA on Saturday to mm-hmm. take on the Bruins on Pac-12 Network, where we belong. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Then, a, then an off week, home to USC at Oregon State, home to Oregon, who's number eleven in the country, and just yeah. a, a gritty win for them yesterday. Yeah. A game that they, you know, down by fourteen early in the third, they found a way to come back and win on the road. And then we end with Arizona at home. Yeah. So with five games left, one is bowl eligible, four mm-hmm. is holiday bowl at worst. I think. Yeah, yeah. Where, where do you see – I'm worried about all of them to, to some degree. I, I think oh, we're, sure. we're a better team than UCLA. <laughs> I think we're as good of a team as USC. I think we're a better mm-hmm. team than Oregon State. I think Oregon might blitz us. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And the Arizona and I think game we're a better is, team than Arizona. Yeah, but it's uh, the rivalry. Seen of them. Yeah, true, true. I mean, you know, and and you're exactly right. I mean, the way this team has played, um, you you cannot be super confident that you know we're we're not good enough right now to to dominate teams. We've shown that we've we've shown we're good enough to win, but we're not good enough to dominate. We had opportunities in the first two games against inferior competition, did not do it. Um, and, and, you know, in the Pac-12, I mean, Colorado doesn't look that good. And we lost that game. Um, Washington State hasn't been overly impressive. We, we had to, you know, win that in dramatic fashion. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I said it, I think, three weeks ago, and I still feel this way. Every game feels like we could win it, and every game feels like we could lose it because that's just kind of the way we play. I mean, my, my hope is at least three of the – we win three of the last five. Uh, well, I guess my hope would be to win all five. Obviously, yeah. I mean, you know. But your uh, optimistic expectation would be to win three of the last five, get to eight and four. Uh, because as as you just went through the opponents, are we better than UCLA? Are we better than Oregon State? Are we better than Arizona? I believe so. And so those are three games you should win. And then those other two, both of them are at home. And you know, well, and USC's as Jekyll year. and Hyde as we are. They are very much so, and and been much better at home than on the road this year. So you get them on the road, you know, okay. And Oregon, I mean, yeah, they look really good. They do. Um, But we beat them two years ago here. Uh, So, you know, I don't think they look – they don't look like, you know, Alabama circa 2012 or something where it's like, oh, boy, they are just a freight train. I mean, they're they're a good team. Yeah. but I don't look at them and, and, or, I mean, let's even stay in conference in their own school. There have been times we played Oregon where you thought, oh, my gosh, we've got no chance unless everything goes perfectly. I don't look at them and see that. Not, not what I've seen from them. They're good, but they're not, you know, Marcus Mariota, Oregon. Yeah. This is – I don't – I will be surprised if they come in and blitz us. I agree. But they could. I agree. They could, they could. Yeah. Of all the I mean, teams left on the schedule, I think they are most likely to do so. Sure, sure. I mean, especially with the, their defense as well. Although, you know, their defense certainly showed some cracks yesterday uh, after, you know, being dominant for five weeks. Uh, you know, they, they gave up a lot of plays yesterday to Washington. Washington hasn't been a real great offense, you know, this year. So it's not like they were playing a, you know, dominant offensive unit. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I... I picked at the beginning of the year, I picked 10 and two. That was overly optimistic, you know, and I, and I knew it when I did it. 
Um, I think you picked eight four. If I remember right, I did. Um, I, I would, you know, I would take eight four this year. Um, obviously, better is you know nine nine would be better, ten would be even better. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I look ahead at this and I see you know three home games and two road games against teams that are are probably the bottom tier of the conference. I mean, Oregon State's better. They won at Cal yesterday. You know, a solid win for them. But they're still not great. You know, that, that's a game that, that you know, if you're if you're a top 25 team, you win that game. And the, the pollsters say we're a top 25 team. I'm not sure we are, but that's what they say. So, you know, okay, we should, we should beat UCLA. We should beat Oregon State on the road. Yeah, I agree. Um, should and, and do is a different conversation. Yeah, those are – yeah, th- look, those are winnable games the rest of the way. May, they are. You know, they are. And, and we've, we may well be favored in four of the five. Yeah, we might. We might, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you uh, it's cliche, but, you know, you just, you just, like, get this one right in front of you. You're on the road. You've, uh, you know, you've won two or three on the road. This is – certainly the most beatable team you've played on the road in in the easiest crowd atmosphere um you need to get this one this week you know they just beat stanford stanford i don't think is very good so i don't know if i read much into that but you know they got a win uh they've shown a little bit more life than you know from where they started the year but still not great i mean you don't watch them and think oh they're really coming into form you get this one and, and you're six and two going into november with three of the last four at home that's not a bad spot to be in. Yeah. Look, getting to bowl eligibility before the end of October for ASU, yeah. it's, it shouldn't yeah. be an accomplishment. It is an accomplishment. It is. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, and especially given that, you know, I mean, if, if, if given some of the circumstances of this year, playing a true freshman quarterback, two freshmen on the offensive line, uh, you know, an offense that has been stop and start most of the year, more stops than starts, uh, you know, if you can be six and two, that's not all that bad. Yeah. Could have been, you know, could have been better. But, you know, that Colorado game, I, I read that it was the uh, the uh, faux Pellini that he uh, he does his mailbag on The Athletic, and I read it this week, and he was not talking about ASU, but just in general about, you know, how you always say, you know, well, if we could have done this, it's easy to look at that Colorado game and say, oh, well, if we could have won that, we'd be, you know, six and one. True, but... You know, it balances out with the games we won against Michigan State, the game we won against Cal. You know, like it's 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 okay that we're five or two. That's probably about right. We could easily be worse than that. So I don't look at that Colorado game and think, ah, oh, what a missed opportunity. I think, yeah, that's probably things just balancing out. ESPN's updated bowl projections have the Devils returning to El Paso to take on Virginia Tech. Both I saw that. Kyle yeah. Bonagura and uh, Schlaback both have it as ASU Virginia Tech. Yeah. Boy, if you – I mean, I would think projecting the ACC bowl lineups are the is the hardest exercise known to man outside of picking Clemson to win the ACC because from week to week you just don't know. Uh, you know, teams 2 through 14 in the ACC – they go in any order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the I guess we should talk about the big news non-ASU is uh, Tua injured, yeah. already had surgery on his ankle. 
Yeah. Uh, expected yep. already confirmed out for this week. Last time he had this surgery on a on the other ankle, he missed two games. So, how scared are you on a on a scale of one to ten for Alabama? If you're if you're an Alabama this person, week? Th- this week and with Tua's long term. I mean, this week I'm not. If they if they can't, I mean, Arkansas is bad. Um, you know, they they should be able to beat Arkansas with a even if they have to go to kind of a you know throwback Alabama. Let's run the ball and grind it out on defense, which they kind of did in the second half last night. You know, so, you know the, the the aerial attack was gone, and it was more of a you know ground and pound, uh, make enough plays on defense and just exhaust the opponent. They should be able to win this game comfortably. Um, Against LSU, concerned. I mean, LSU's offense is big time. Alabama's defense does not appear to be. So you'd expect them to be able to put up, put up a you know a, a decent amount of points, which means you need to score with them. And with Tua and those receivers, you could do that. Uh, you know, last night, kind of. You know, if if you wanted to be the guy who said, you know, uh, Tua is just a product of having all these great receivers to throw to. Last night was not great support for your theory because they put in another quarterback. All of a sudden, those receivers didn't look as unstoppable. Uh, you know, when you, when you don't have a great quarterback throwing you the ball, they're not as explosive. They're good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're all very good. But uh, he's the engine that makes it go. So if he's not backed by LSU, scared, I think. I mean, yeah. yeah. And there now, is a bye there in between. There is a bye. There is. Now, here's the, you know, you want to be cynic conspiracy theorist. Uh, could they, you know, let's say he doesn't play against LSU or plays and is notably limited and they lose, but they win out after that and they go 11 and one back door into the playoff like they've done before. You could see it, couldn't you? I, I would assume that they do, especially if he doesn't play at all. Right. I mean, depending on what other teams do. Well, and, and uh, how close know. do they make it? If, if they play LSU right. to a, to a list, you know, four point loss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then and then he comes back and they beat Auburn and they beat Mississippi State and they're you know they're sitting there you know eleven and one and, and you know even if he plays but he's not you know you can just tell he's not as sharp you know he can't move as well whatever it may be uh, you know you could see it now some of that depends on other teams I think you know if if uh, if Clemson and Oklahoma and Ohio State all go undefeated. To me, those three teams get in, and your SEC champ gets in, and that's probably it. But, uh, you know, I said it last week about Georgia. This week proved it again with Wisconsin. We just assume these teams are going to beat overmatched teams. doesn't always happen. Um, and so, you know, just assuming that Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio State are all going to go undefeated, it's too early to, to just, you know, pencil that in. Yeah. And, and somehow – those pesky Gators wind up back on top of the SEC East right now. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, to me, they're they're the, they're the best team in the SEC. Now, Georgia's got a chance to to still beat them and and you know prove that wrong. But Georgia struggled badly last night. I mean, they won twenty one nothing. And it, it, granted, it was a downpour of rain the entire time. It was not a not a great you know setting for offense, but uh, scoreless in the first half. Uh, you know continued the trend of their offense just looking kind of sluggish and Florida looks better I mean I you know having watched a number of both of their games I would favor Florida into that game in two weeks now doesn't mean they'll win but they certainly look better than them right now yeah well we will come back but 
programming note, okay? Because I know you yes. all care. Yes. The UCLA game is on Saturday the 26th. Do not look for the preview podcast any earlier than Saturday morning, October 26th. <laughs> correct, correct, yes, yes. And uh, our, our recap uh, will be limited by the fact that at the exact same time as that game, or roughly the same time, we'll be in attendance for the, that number one Alabama Crimson Tide uh, playing Arkansas. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to catch up. Uh, hopefully, same same uh, mojo as the last two years where ASU played very well when we were in SEC country. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, they, they were playing Utah the last two years this year. We're a week off, so we'll hope that doesn't you know screw up the karma too bad. We'll be back. We'll do the recap of that game, the preview of that game. We'll talk about our experiences in Tuscaloosa. That's right. SEC stop number three for the Ben and Matt tour. Until next time. You know, we, I, you know what? Before I do the wrap-up, to any of our fans in Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, and, you know, the greater southeast region, if you, right. if, if you want to let us know where you're going to be, we will happily be there with you. Okay? That's right. That's we're, right. We're getting, we already know. You want to meet us? We'll do a little meet and greet at, uh, at a barbecue place in Tuscaloosa. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Or w- wandering around the Alabama campus, the team shop, the bookstore, what yeah, have you. That's right. That's right. We're going to you know, make our way through the quad, their, mm-hmm. their famous tailgate area. Not quite the Grove, but, but still a place we need to see, I think. Yeah. So we'll be there. If you'll be there, let us know. Until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.